is about 12 noon. You're listening to Radio A1A.com. And uh, my name is Mark Mills. Uh, this program is called Florida Keys Real Estate Guys Live. And, uh, and actually, we're down to one real estate guy right now. Michael is uh, en route. So uh, he'll be here shortly. Uh, our guests today are all en route. So, you know, uh, we'll run through a few things first to uh, kind of light the fires, if you will, and uh, we'll we'll get this uh, party started. Mm-mm. Uh, the bottom line is uh, each and every Monday at noon uh, we get together and kind of talk about uh, dirt uh, here in the, the uh, Coral Isles uh, of uh, Florida Keys. And, you know, it, real estate is, a, a God, it's an ever-changing, boy, ever you know, every day it's different. There's no question about it. You know what? If you want a career, honest to God, you want just a job, but if you want a career that is going to represent something new, different, uh, sometimes exciting, sometimes a, a little bit nail-biting, like up to your middle knuckle, uh, you know, um, real estate will, will do it for you. And uh, find a tropical paradise. It's a great spot. Uh, really, at least you'll enjoy the weather uh, while you're going broke. Kidding, but, uh, you know, just a thought. Uh, anyways, Michael will be with us in a few minutes. Uh, we want to thank Sunshine Title. Jenny and the gals at Sunshine Title uh, provide you na- no surprise closings uh, on a, a regular basis. And, uh, like, the last thing you want to deal with uh, when you're buying a piece of real estate, a uh, piece of land, a business, a residential home, a condo, whatever it is, folks, you want to know about the history of it and its ownership so that you can get clean, clear title, possession of it. And uh, and that is their sole mission in life. And uh, God bless them for it because they do a great job with it. Uh, Michael and I use them probably 90% of the time. And that's only because uh, the other 10% somebody uh, chooses before we get there. So... Uh, also, East Coast Mortgage Lenders, Ken Nyman, uh, local lender and uh, a great guy who knows the lay of the land and um, yeah, pretty much where all the bodies are buried as well. So uh, he'll tell you not to dig there because, <laughs> you know, it's, kind of, it's like buying a home in Henderson, Nevada, you know, uh, the southeast end, southwest end, I can't remember, southeast end of Las Vegas. Uh, that was the old mob burial ground. So, you know, uh, it's, it's a great area. You know, wonderful view of the mountains and whatnot. But you 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 probably uh, want to prep yourself if you're going to start digging that hole for the pool, you know, in the backyard. So, you know, maybe go over with a metal detector. And, you know, if you come up with a Rolex, you know, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you know, a Rolex, a, a wedding ring, something like that. Uh, you might not want to dig any further until you've notified the gendarmes, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, moving right along, uh, Kenny's Kenny's a local guy in the Keys here, and uh, we're I talked to him last night. We're going to have him on the show uh, probably somewhere after the holidays. Uh, that is our buying season when things uh, get fast and furious and a little bit crazy. Uh, something else uh, to mention is that uh, you know we have come through an election. And I'm not going to talk about the outcome. Don't care anymore. Uh, the bottom line is this. Uh, that, you know, in an election window, usually six months out, uh, in a place like the Keys, the market kind of slows down. So, you know, just relax, Michael. You're not that late, you know. And, uh, you know, it, it uh, what happens is is that, uh, you know, the, whole, the number of homes bought and that type of thing 
slows down. So the market kind of slows down. It doesn't grind to a halt. But uh, that has an impact on a place like this. You have to bear that in mind when you're shopping here nowadays is that there are some pretty darn good deals out there to be had. I just came from one that uh, we're probably going to hopefully be listing before too long. Woohoo! Yeah, so that's where I was running a little bit behind. Uh, you know, you run behind as far as you want now <laughs> if you're doing stuff like that. <laughs> now, like you're saying, there's some great stuff uh, about to pop in. And Put money in pop. my pocket. You can, <laughs> you can walk in here naked, Bubba. I don't care. I'll just no, look you the don't other want way. that. I said I'd look the other <laughs> way. You know. uh, we'd also like to thank uh, Center State Bank, who have been a long uh, sponsor yeah. of the program. And you know what? They're uh, going to take a break for a while, and we respect that. So uh, we'll uh, let them off the hook. But Betty and Lisa have been awesome. We appreciate their support, as always. And uh, I'll tell you what, for some specialty needs, mm-hmm. as far as borrowing money, folks, in the Keys here, uh, the... Uh, a big part of the Florida landscape has always been mobile homes, that yep. type of thing. Then you know, uh, say what you will about them. Don't say anything about people who live in them because they're just like you and me. Okay? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Not a dirty word here in the Florida Keys. You go Negative. to some parts of the nation, you mention mobile home. You know, you're thinking of the guy with the six-pack and the Christmas lights uh, over it all year long. Well, with an ancient Germanic symbol carved into his forehead. <laughs> exactly. So, you know. yeah. But here in the Keys, you know, those are some great deals, especially if you want to get on the waterfront. One of the best, or I should say, easily, easily obtainable financially yeah. ways to get on the water down here. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, uh, one of the most amazing places I've ever seen uh, mobile homes was up on the cliffs above the Pacific, oh, yeah. you know, in Malibu. Mm-hmm. Pacific and, Palisades in those areas. <laughs> oh you God. know it, man. And there isn't a, one of those that goes for less than double seven digits. The Jim Rockford, uh, oh, yeah, you absolutely. know, come on, remember yeah. Jim Rockford? Yeah, you know, and they had like... You know, it, it, nobody uh, paid a whole lot of attention to that. Oh, he lives in a mobile home yeah, exactly. up in the cliffs above the Pacific. Oh, how horrible is that? <laughs> Ooh, I'd never live there. Are you kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd live there for one night, sell it, and retire. And they know? do the best job. I'm one, one of the only folks that really get the job done for mobile homes. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially Lisa. Lisa just has such a command on well, getting financing for that. Well, they get a lot of portfolio dough, yep. you know, and that's specialty money that banks carry uh, set aside. It is exactly as it sounds. Portfolio. And they put that money aside, and you know that goes for a special lending purpose. Mm-hmm. And in this case, mobile homes are there. Yep, and there yeah, there certainly are. Take good care of Up them. Up and down so. the keys. Yep. So, uh, Betty and Lisa, thank you for yeah, your yeah. support over the last year or so. Last but not least, Keys Insurance, Mel oh, and Christina. Yeah. You guys are awesome. We appreciate it. They are our go-to insurance guys in the biz and um, when we have a question that's where we go uh, we suggest that's where you go as well for sure yep and you know what I, we're waiting we've got two great guests scheduled for today yeah. there's no traffic out there and they're not here yet it so. is a gorgeous day out there yeah. man i was just crossing a snake creek bridge and I was almost not going to come and say, Guy, you're on your own. I'm getting in the boat. I'm going fishing because I know there's some grouper. You know, we've mm-hmm. only got um, two weeks left of grouper that's it. Uh, fishing, which, you know, that's, that's one of my you know, saddest days of the year for me, you know, is, is New Year's Eve, um, is when we stop being able to fish for grouper for a couple months. I'm so, sure it's for your wife as well. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. There's lots of well, sad days for her <laughs> during the year. 
<laughs> Whenever she wakes up. You know, well, gee, that's, that's kind of dark. You know, I'm really sorry about that. You know. uh, yeah, she's a, she's a good gal. She's yeah, stood she by is. you for how many years? 24 years. Oh, God, unbelievable. You know it. Well, you know, I, I'm embarking on that mission myself uh, soon, so all we'll right, see how all it right. all works out. You know. Uh, I'll tell you what, Cammy Clark uh, has been uh, the public information officer with Monroe County sure. for a number of years now and has been a, a saint to yep. this program, especially after Irma. Uh, she was here all the time mm-hmm. keeping everything up to date on what's going on. And, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of the federal government regardless you of who's in charge of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Really? You? <laughs> Golly, Uncle yeah, Deets. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and I'm kind of interested to find out today. Uh, if FEMA has finally come around and paid us off, well, I tell you, they especially you know, we were talking about money. We were talking about Mel. We were talking about all this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. especially with Hurricane Michael that just came through. Yep. You know, there's going to be a lot of reevaluation and insurance and FEMA and all this sure. stuff. So, you know, it's really important that we grab a hold of those funds that are out there before they start making some uh, changes. Huge money in there. So, well, and I, and I guarantee you there's going to be some changes to the way it all operates. You know it. Uh, uh, however, uh, speaking of changes, Cammie Clark is, is going to bolt on us. Uh, yeah. She and her husband are, I believe, moving to uh, the Big Island. Mm-hmm. So we'll find out more about that, also known as Hawaii. Uh, and she has a replacement coming in, Kristen Livingood. I love that last name. Yeah. Talk about a perfect name for the keys. Communi- Living good. Communications director, yeah, you know, type go. of thing. Living good. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's yeah, good. Now, is this uh, them who's coming in, I believe? Uh, it is. Whoa. Evidently. All right. She's here. What's going on? How are you? Oh, great. Put on a headset. So. Yeah. Join us, please. Tense up. Oh, no, you're not getting away on this. Uh-uh. Let's get her a headset, too. Yes. Do we that? have a secondary yeah, one? Cool. There oh, you go. Harry, Harry comes through. Yeah, I like that. Kristen walks in and she's like going to lean against the bar and yeah. not pay. He is like, yeah. oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll learn otherwise real quickly. So we have both of you now. Oh, man. Yes. Aren't we fortunate? Excellent. All right. Cammie Clark, Public Information Officer from Monroe County. And Kristen. Correct? Kristen Livingood. We were just saying, what a cool name that is for for being down in the Keys, living good. Yep, I married into it. And when I met him, I said, guess what? I'm probably going to marry you. (laughs) (laughs) For name alone. He goes, I'm never getting married. And I was like, I'll change your mind on that real quick. (laughs) Oh, she's cut from the cloth. (laughs) All right. Good enough. Cool. This is good. Uh, you guys, and, 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 and how much longer do you have on the watch? Till May. Till May. May. Okay, so All we right, still got so you for a while before you go yes. up to the Properly trained Absolutely. before you're cut loose on your own. So uh, Cammy will learn eventually to, or I'm sure she's already yeah. well aware of the fact, don't take my first call. Usually <laughs> wait until I've called you twice or three times. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I love Mark. You know, I'd say, you know we're, we're, you know, newspaper Radio, media, journalist, idiots, you know. <laughs> you are? We believed in the truth early on. And, yes. You know, <laughs> look how well it's worked out. You know? <laughs> so, now, where are you guys going? Maui. Wow. Maui. Mm-hmm. Wow. Boy, talk yes. about a change of pace in terms of one side to the other. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, and you'd think island to island, but it's not No, it's a whole all. different world, right? Totally different, yeah. yeah. Have you spent a lot of time over there? Uh, I've been there vacationed like about five times, but it's my husband's dream. So, okay. Yeah. He's, right. he's Aquaman. 
All right. There you go. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Interesting marriage. Yes. <laughs> it's, good, it's good he had kids before you showed yeah. up, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the hard part, leaving the grandkids no behind. No doubt. Well, yeah, but you know what? They, you can put them on an airplane, you know, yep. limited Set them on number out. of times, which is good. Yes. You know, I mean, kids are kids. You know, mm-hmm. whether they're bloodline or not, you know, mm-hmm. they're only allowed so much time in my presence as you far as it. I'm concerned. And then give them you back. Know, yeah. <laughs> you're done. Here you go. <laughs> it was last year, Thanksgiving. And, and uh, I have, a, I have a, 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 my niece mm-hmm. has a pair of twins. Right. That were just a year old at that time. Sure. So they're motoring around, doing everything normal. And, and one of them comes up and, like, grabs my pant leg. You know, so I reached down, pick her up, and I think, "Well, this is groovy. I got yeah. this little blonde towhead." You remember the remember the blonde kids in the English films who saw the aliens with the big eyes? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Those weird kids. That's what my niece gave birth to. You know, I mean, <laughs> they they look like that. They're beautiful, but they're you know, you you know, they can communicate with their hands. They don't have to talk to each other because they can't yet. Right. But they have this whole subculture twin thing going on. And, and, and it's, it's frightening. Yeah. You know you're dealing with aliens from another planet. You know, high, high energy aliens, right? Oh, my yeah. God. Like the girls it, in The Shining, you know, yes. eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rad Rom. Right. You know, so, yeah, big time. And, they, you know, and, and so I, I pick her up and I got her right here. And she's great. And I'm holding her head like I'm supposed to. She's not an infant. She's a year old. So she's kind of looking at me like, oh, my head. You know, I was like, okay, you know, and, and she, you know, kind of glares at me. All the, I don't know why. Right. You know, the child realizes she's in my arms, mm-hmm. which is a, a horrification that takes place on a regular basis <laughs> with women in a wide age range. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, over the years. So, you know, I, 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 I go to hand her to her father, and he's going, no way, man. Right. You don't pick up my child, make her cry, and give her to me. That's not happening. So no, I was no, like, no. okay, we have a choice. I give her back to you. I go find her mother, which means I run through the house like this. You know, like Dr. Or, uh, was it uh, Mr. De- Mr. Mom? Yes, you know, exactly. Or, My, well, Michael yeah, Cleeton, actually. Yeah, right. You know, or, or I'm going to set her on a countertop and walk away. <laughs> you know, he's like, all right, give her to me, you know. So got out of that one pretty neatly. Yes, you did. Yes, yeah, you lucky. Did. So, all right, so uh, grandkids aside, you get them about once a year, which would be fine. That And you be get perfect. to give them back. Yeah, yeah. good, yeah. cool. All right, and now you guys are going to start a business over there, aren't you? Oh, what are you going to do? We're going to hopefully do an adventure business. So, oh, sweet! Yep. Ooh. So the hubby is a boat captain. Just just completed his dive instructor <gasps> course. All right. Yep. That was like that was like a uh, graduate class. How much work they okay. made. Okay. In, in yeah. Hawaii, that is big. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. big well, education. No yeah. Yeah, they don't let just any idiot get in a boat and take people out. And no, but them. Patty, like, yeah, they have, yeah. like, it would be like opening a bottle of Corona. They have 20 steps of the proper way to take the bottle cap off. Whoa. Like, you know, yeah. he was explaining it to me. The waters are so much different there, too. Mm-hmm. I remember when we were there, I was like, wow. It was almost like, you know, how we go to Molasses Reef, but with waves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's cool. what was really wild, yeah. was, was yeah. the level of current and wave action that um, we're not familiar with here and just a, totally a whole, different, whole different fishery yeah. and everything else. So it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, not very many soft corals, a lot more no. of the hard corals, yeah. but sea turtles everywhere. It's like sea turtle haven. So yeah. they'll swim, they'll follow you. It's right. so cool. 
Yep. So Ooh. it's it's a different world, but it's uh, the same but different. Yeah. So literally, I could go to Hawaii and get a date. <laughs> there you go. Well, you could definitely do. You could you could be our guinea pig clients. <laughs> I'd, I'd do like well that. with the sea turtles. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. So Look, what's going on in your world really, here in Isla Morada, in the county? Well, we're very excited that we're having Kristen on board. So yeah, yeah. yeah she's uh, she's uh, been here forever. She can talk about herself, but. Um, yeah, she's, she's uh, got a lot of great skills and social media and various other things. That will be a great um, great um, thing to this job. And it will also, this uh, overlap will enable us to do a lot of projects that, that one person just does not have enough time to do, especially right. with all the hurricane stuff that was right, in the previous right. year. So we're hoping to beef up our website and do some, some creative uh, how-to videos and some other things. Um, emergency management-wise as well, that will uh, Will really help the public um, understand how government works here. Cammie, you've been very instrumental in actually developing the website for the county, as far as I remember. I mean, going back before Irma Mm. and post-Irma, you know, I mean, getting information out. God, I, you know, after uh, working through that course with Irma over those three, four days, man, you know, you were the bomb. You made it happen. You know, you got the information out there. Did a hell of a job. So you have large feet to fill. Yeah. Yeah. That was so critical. She has because made it so nice to learn the website. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, she's made it so that it's very easy to just come in and be able to figure it out. So. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's great that you have that ability because we're just in a social media world now, mm-hmm. you know, where the communication is so this is it. critical and, vi- and vital. So, yeah. I mean, what you were able to put together is really taking our county in the whole new parameter that we need to be in yeah and it's great because Kristen's of a different uh, generation so she's even better <laughs> at social media than oh millennial old, right old dogs uh, new tricks <laughs> so you know like my my grandkid could probably do better social media than I can and some of the sure. things the kids know how to do with their phones and and all that kind of stuff so yeah so that's that's it's interesting because each generation grows up with that so they, don't. they don't know any other way right. and so that's how they get their news you know and you know slowly but surely the people that actually ever read a newspaper before are going to disappear right. and so it's public information is changing and it's going more and more into you know getting your news on the phone and not sure. not even ever looking at a computer so it's changing and the dynamics are changing so the county's um, Instagram is up and running now too Ooh. so it's kind All of right. fun. that's great there's a lot of <laughs> People follow that, and especially mm-hmm. since you know you can really communicate the uh, you know the social aspect of what we have down here, as mm-hmm. well as information, and you know. Well, but the the I guess the timeliness mm-hmm. of uh, information and its mm-hmm. tr- distribution is uh, is huge for you guys because you know you're not a slave uh, to Christ a mimeograph machine or, or getting stuff to a newspaper anymore. Nothing against a newspaper, but, you know, there's a time lag there, and there always has been, mm-hmm. you know. And, I mean, there uh, even, uh, you know, social media and, and the web uh, it now fuels newspapers more than, you know, it was the inverse right. five years ago. Well, I'll give you a good you know. example. Please. So our emergency management director, right, um, again, he, he's of the same age as I, and they right. used to have to have everything approved by the emergency management director before it could go out, but have to explain to him, if we don't get our news out first, people make up stories. And so during the storm, (laughs) there was a lot of misinformation that got put out. So we had to learn that we have to be there immediately, get this stuff out quickly before 
uh, you know, people make up their own versions of what is occurring. Yeah. And um, so that was the difficult part, you know, at first was getting the mindset of, oh, my God, it's changed. We can't wait for everything to be approved. No. And so it's very important to to uh, make sure that we get the news as accurately and as quickly to the public as possible before alternate alternate news facts get put out there. BS. And, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, there, as we know, there's no such thing as alternate facts, but... You know. Well, it's the same old thing. You know, I, I, tell, I tell someone something, they tell someone something, and the third person puts it on social media, you know, the truth gets diluted. Oh, yeah. So it's so important to have the official version of what's going on, and now that you have your website and Instagram and all these other tools that you're using, you can communicate the official version. Yeah, and they hadn't had someone in this position, you know, for 10 years prior, so... Right. All, there was no infrastructure there, so and you, we were working on building it up, and then the storm hit. So, right. so a lot of that was kind of built on the fly, and you know, and we started with you know when I got there it was like a thousand Facebook followers, you know. So we had built it up slowly to a point where there was about I don't know two or three thousand, you know, and that was like one person at a time just mm-hmm. pulling teeth to get them. Right. Then we got a whole bunch during the storm. Now it's easier to build on that because sure. now um, you know their friends have their friends and sure. their friends, and it, it multiplies quickly. But you know, at the time, it was like people didn't know where that first source was, sure. and it took a it took some people you know a few days to figure out where it was. Once it did, we were off and rolling. Yeah. But um, but now we're going to have that in place where we've gotten a brand new um, alert system that the state does. That's awesome. That we're it's already in place now, but we'll really be rolling it out to the public next year, and that's really going to help. Um, again, um, there's a lot of things that we are doing technology-wise that wasn't available that will be, God forbid, we ever have a next storm. So I hope it's another 12 years before we have oh, to deal with this. You and me both. Yeah, say the least. So I think uh, the million-dollar idea for you, to, you guys, let, let's find a new name uh, other than social media. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, that, that is pretty much like, you know, uh, uh, dog fornication. You know, I mean, it, it's just it's something you don't want to get caught doing. You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really social media has gotten to, it's just got a bad zest to it. And it's not Thanks for the worse. visual, by the way. Well, <laughs> hey, you know what? I put it out there. What happened in your head is your business, oh, not mine. Well, you know, you it know. all started out as being social. It was just putting up your pictures of your dog Absolutely. and this. And then your it went and your and food. Your yeah. and, whatever, <laughs> and then what know. happened is it morphed into more newsy stuff as newspapers started failing or dwindling <laughs> yeah, well, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then radio markets started dragging their people right. to the curb with a bad attitude. You go out there and you're pissed off and yep. you get on. Facebook and mm-hmm. start to rant. Exactly. Right. Well, we we talked about it with uh, with you know with Mayor Murphy this morning sure. about how it's harder for people to get a more broad section of news right. mm-hmm. because they get just what they you know like What's or stuff into their news feeds these right. days, right. and so that's is causing even more you know right versus left, and sure. there's no middle anymore. Well, and you know, as a journalist, one of the hardest parts about it is really you have your personal beliefs, and and through school you're taught to keep your personal beliefs to yourself. Cover the story. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the bottom line. Well, you know what? A couple of years in social media and all those morales and morays go off. Right. In, in the wild blue yonder. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, yeah, it's very difficult. And, and, and enough people can read a social media posting and, and pick the pieces out of it that they want. And they can turn it into absolute shred. Sure. You know, and, and, uh, and, and crap. You know, overnight. So, I mean, the great part about this is is that the county government entities have 
you know, uh, what is supposed to be their domain, the ability to put information out there as the county right. and say, this is what's going to happen. And you can take that to the bank for the most part, you know. And, and what we have really tried to do is be just super down the middle, factual, right. this is what occurred. Just the facts, And ma'am. then you can make up your own mind on these things. So because we've done lots of um, surveys for um, strategic planning, and it's amazing the, the, the difference of people's opinions here. Too much development, not enough control, right. you know, this, that. The only thing people really can agree, agree on is water quality, right? Everybody wants great well, water yeah. quality. Right. But then they couldn't even agree of whether we needed a sewer system or not. We don't right. want to pay sure. for it, you know, in this. So, you know, so that's the problem is that whatever we put out, there's going to be half the people are going to be happy and half the people are not going to be happy. Right. So it's our job to just present what the information is and then let people make up their own minds. Sure, from there. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Very cool. Uh, I know that the county has some things coming up that we probably should talk about. So, you know. Uh, what you got? What would you like to know? Hey. <laughs> the world is your oyster, Kenny. <laughs> well, uh, let me let, let, me let uh, yes, Kristen talk. Uh, right. So, so Kristen is, uh, so we have a BOCC meeting coming up on Wednesday. It's going to be up here in our neck of the woods in the Upper Keys at the Murray Nelson building. Um, these bu- these meetings always go from 9 to 5. Right. Um, it's a full-day event, it, really, and, and, you know, there's good reason for that. You know, I mean, if you guys have a full plate every time the BOCC meets. Well, because they meet m- once a month, so then th- so everything gets piled into that, you know, short period of time, right. and, um, yeah. and there's, always, uh, there's always issues going on, and then there's always just, like, housekeeping stuff, like we got to get... You know, all the bulk items are, you know, we need to renew this contract. Right. We need to, you know, up this contract. We need to get permission to do this. We need to, you know, you know, do a million different things that are kind of housekeeping things that the BOCC actually has to approve. Right. Um, so, but there was always different kinds of issues that come up. This, I think this BOCC meeting is a little bit more on the uh, less exciting side. Mm-hmm. You know, some meetings we have more controversial things than others, but this one's kind of more... Uh, Ones by Christmas are usually more mundane, you know. Right. <laughs> so, De- so is when December rolls around, everything kind of goes. <laughs> yeah, it, do- it does. It's like everybody's kind of survived the year. You know, the fiscal year for us is the really important time sure, right sure. before that, and so people are just starting to get into the new one. It really rubs back up in January. So, mm-hmm. so the end of the year is kind of more housekeeping things and stuff right. like that. Yeah. Cool. But um, Kristen's cool. got, yeah, Kristen's been working on the agenda and what's going to be working on there. And you might want to just mention yeah, a couple tell us things. Yeah, there's some fun up. stuff, I guess. I mean, it's not super exciting, but <laughs> right? key, I know the we'll Key Largo, be, the yeah, key Largo Library yeah, is getting yeah. new lighting that's going to save taxpayers lots of money that's in the cool. long run. So inside, I take it, not outside. Yeah, inside yeah, they're going into LED lighting, so I think that will be a, a good changeover. The Key right. West Library is also getting some too, but better for everybody's yeah, eyes. Yeah, a hundred new lights at the Key Largo well, Library. They're going fluorescent or how they LEDs LEDs okay yeah they're switching over the old wow. fluorescent I mean, I mean LEDs I mean just those expensive fluorescents yeah. are coming yeah. out so fluorescents <laughs> have been making people blind yeah. for a generation I meant yeah. LEDs yeah so um, and then I think affordable housing is something oh, that always pops up absolutely. I know there's some projects yeah, in Big Pine that are going to be on the agenda so cool yeah now is this land that has uh, uh, been recently acquired uh, for the affordable housing or, or what are we looking at here um, I believe um, I'm not 100% sure I don't have it in front of me, but um, some of it's acquired, some of it is not. So okay. um, some of it 
usually Still it's stuff that we already have yeah, that right. they're just trying to, you know, make it FEMA ready for if there is another storm or whatnot. So uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. One thing that I definitely wanted to mention is um, Rebuild Florida, that program. Oh, yeah, um, the deadline absolutely. coming up is December 23rd. Okay. And um, so that is that is free money in wow. terms – I mean, our federal tax dollars are, are paying for it. But it's for anybody down here That's that – almost like talking dirty. Yeah. Free money. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? But it's a grant. It's not a loan. That's so good. it's grant money. And it's for low and moderate income right. people who had lost their homes during Irma or had substantial damage. And um, there's up to $50 million earmarked specifically wow. for the Florida Keys. Wow. And, um, yeah, and so already 950 people have registered for this. Very cool. Uh, yeah. The, the deadline, and this is super important to get out to everybody, is December 23rd. So all you have to do is yeah, it's a 10 to 15-minute process to register. Super easy. Um, there'll be an application process sure. after this, but you, if you don't get registered, then you're not going to be eligible for this big chunk of money. So get in the digital line right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, lower moderate income, sometimes it scares off people because it sounds like, well, I'm not lower moderate income, but it's, <laughs> but, <laughs> but when you, you think about so, yeah, yeah, really, in the know. keys, in the keys, it's much higher than in other areas sure. because yeah, of the cost of living down of here. And so a family, I don't have the exact figures in front of me, but a family of eight could be, make over $100,000 for the household. Right. So, so that qualifies as moderate. So um, they'll give priority to, to low income first or also people that have small children mm-hmm. or disabled or elderly, you know, the kind right. of the, the more um, vulnerable populations. Right. But there's going to be $50 million. So you divide it by the 950, some are not going to qualify, sure. some whatever. That's but a that's, a, that's a lot of money that can go a long way in helping, um, again, whatever your house may need. Right. You know, or you is may need an entirely and, new house. You know, there's yeah. a lot of those type of people, I'm sure, that fit that parameter in Big Pine, Cudjoe, yeah. some of those places, mm-hmm. especially, lower you know, that are lower keys folks, but, yeah. but also who are on that moderate income yep. scale. There's um, even a few up here that people could qualify for that if they had lost their, you know, their, they lived in a, you know, mobile home or something, you know. Right. So, you don't know if this is again. This is totally non-loan money. This is grant it's money. Grant. So there back. is no risk of at least registering. So, so I just say if you if you even doubt that you're even available, just register. Yeah. It takes well, ten minutes out of your life. Small investment of time could yeah. return a nice investment. You know, sure. return of money. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and I mean, is there an established percentage of damage or something like that, or are there parameters there? Well, you know, in any kind of government grant program, there, there is a is. million rules, yeah. right? Right. But. It, it, it's basically if your house was damaged or destroyed by Irma, right. and, you know, and a damage to a level, you know, that you, you could use to help. Right. You know, and the income levels. Right. right. Um, and then you have to, of course, rebuild to current co- county sure. codes and all yeah. that. There's, there's three or four houses yeah. in my neighborhood right. in Key Largo yeah. that yeah. easily could use the help. Right. Yeah. And, and some of them are just maybe even just elevating the home. And so there's a, sure. there's a variety right. of different things for that. So yeah. Case um, by case basis, yeah. I'm sure. But, what, but the bottom line message today is December 23rd is the deadline. Right Register. Give you it know? a shot. Even if you, yeah. don't, you think you might make too much or, or you're not sure, it doesn't hurt to register. And then, then you go through the application process. Then they'll take a look at your situation. They'll say, "Sorry, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you, you don't apply." But already, three hundred, more than three hundred people that have registered have already made it to that next level of the application. Wow! Yep, and and it's awesome. And it's fifty million dollars earmarked specifically that's for the Florida Keys. That's coming from federal money. That's that's already been appropriated. In so who uh, who was the driving force behind that? Getting that? 
So, th- the, so this is a this is Rebuild Florida. So this is a statewide program, yeah. but it's at the federal level. So it came okay. from you know from FEMA on down, okay. and then um, and then it's federal money. So the state has made made the program and is implementing it, and then the county is helping to facilitate it. Okay. So so we've been helping with the permitting process and various things like that. Um, and we we have a long term recovery group now, and they're doing a ton of work on this as well. Do they apply online? Is that, the yes, they, website yes. Where? So there's a, there's a couple of places they can go, but there's rebuildflorida.org, I believe it is, okay. um, and you can also go on our county website and okay. you you can find it as well. They also have a place in Marathon, right next to the government center there, where you can walk in. Okay. And then they and then they also have a couple of the um, mobile units. Oh, and, cool. And a couple have been been at Tavernier, and I believe right. they're at Tavernier the end of this week. But, again, okay. you can go on our website and check out the exact so the places where they are. Monroe County Yeah, we Just go right in there. It takes 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Boom, done, done. You know, you just basically have to have your you know, driver's license, some kind of ID, and I uh, love that kind it of when stuff. we have stuff like this going on, man. It just makes you feel good. Yeah, like, you know what? Tax dollars at work, God bless you. That stays you know? here in the county. Absolutely. That's helping people in need. That's, you know, that's a, a good job on you in, in communicating that yeah. out there. And mm-hmm. the other good thing that we're doing is they've got the tiny homes now. So yes. we've got those. those uh, they've, they've actually selected some of the companies that are going to do this. And, um, and so people are going to be able to. We're going to build them at four different locations in the county. Eventually, they'll become employee housing for the, for the county workers. But okay. they're, they're models so people can go in there and check them out and see which one might, you know, Nice. Might work for them if they have to rebuild. Do you know where in the county they're going to? You mentioned yeah, a couple so, spots. Yeah, there's there's one in the Upper Keys, and then most of them are in the Big Pine um, okay. Cudjo area. So there's three down there, and there's one in the Upper Keys because we wanted to make sure anybody in the Upper Keys could look at sure. these kind of models. Because they're also not just if you lost your home, but if you might be considering you know building you have a vacant lot or mm-hmm. whatever, and you cool. you actually ever get a rogo unit, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I like that ever get. You know what? And that is probably one of the greatest segues that's ever been. Absolutely, to me boy, oh boy, because. Our next guest, uh, Ed Davidson, will be coming up in a couple minutes, uh, and, and we're talking about those thirteen hundred robo mm-hmm. units. So yep. there's, uh, I, you know, big cauldron right here, <laughs> and we're just going to start it up, up mm-hmm. best we can. Cami, yeah, you know, you're here till May. Mm-hmm. So yes. You're ours. Yes. May. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're not letting you off the hook that easy. Kristen, now you know what to look forward to. I look forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to have to be a regular here you as well. You got a good one, pal. Yep. All right. Well done. Ladies, thank you so much thank for you. making it to the program today. Always great we info. really appreciate it. You're welcome. You good luck with your grandkids. Yeah. Thanks for having us. <laughs> I just had my first. Yeah. I know. Isn't it fun? Yeah. You give them back. That music says it's time for a break. Yes, folks. it is. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Like us on Facebook, Florida Keys Real Estate Guys. If I had my way, I'd sit sail right away. Hello, Radio A1A listeners. This is Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate. Let me ask you, are you tired of the same old real estate agents doing the same old stuff the same old way? I provide a level of service that most agents can't, don't, or won't. Contact me to find your piece of paradise here in the Florida Keys or to assist you in finding a great agent nationwide. As part of the Christie's International Real Estate Network, I've got a team of agents that can take care of you no matter where you are. So no matter what your real estate needs are, with 22 years of service, contact me, Michael Marinelli, the real estate conk of American Caribbean Real Estate at 305-439-7730 or visit me at my award-winning Florida Keys Real Estate and Lifestyle blog at therealestateconk.com. 
I look forward to working with you soon. First-time home buyers, you say, ah, hey, there are more of you than you know. And the bottom line is this, folks. If you haven't purchased a home in the last three years, then you can re-qualify as a first-time home buyer, uh, a la Center State Bank here in the Florida Keys. Now, there's a bunch of reasons to do this. Number one, easier to qualify. Number two, great rates, low down payment, and money to help you at closing. The list goes on. It's incredible. Contact Lisa Feliciano at Center State Bank, 305-852-0516, or log on to centerstatebank.com. You know us. We're Keys Insurance. We've been covering you in the Keys for 40 years. When times got tough, Keys Insurance stuck around. Keys Insurance will always be here for you. Keys Insurance is committed to keep their promise to cover the Florida Keys. Log on to keysinsurance.com or call 305-453-1445 to speak with a Keys Insurance agent. Hello, this is Michael Marinelli of American Caribbean Real Estate with your real estate conch featured property. Today, spotlighting 756 Musa Drive in Key Largo. This elevated and updated three-bedroom, two-bath home is ready to go. The ideal spot to create your own key sanctuary. Loads of extras, including new open kitchen, metal roof, new flooring, veranda, new train AC, and community boat ramp. Exceptional storage for your boat and all your toys. It's the perfect Key Largo location, close to the mainland, yet a world away. For more information, on this home and other power buys, contact me at 305-439-7730 or visit my award-winning Florida Keys real estate and lifestyle blog at therealestateconk.com. This is your Key West Honorary Mayor Gonzo Mays, and you're listening to Radio A1A, music for the road to paradise. So damn the carnations, full speed ahead. Rocking our way back into the second segment. First one was a long one, but boy, I tell you folks, this uh, second segment of the program is going to be information-packed. Yes, it is. Uh, we would like you to go to our Facebook page, Florida Keys Real Estate Guys Live, and like us there. Uh, we appreciate the valued, uh, validation. Uh, Ed Davidson is a private citizen here in the Florida Keys, uh, but a, a guy with an interesting past, to say the least. <laughs> you know it. And uh, somebody who has been deeply involved and uh, not only, I would, you know, preservation seems to be a term that doesn't even come close. Growth management. Growth management is good. good. I like good that call. too. You know, uh, well, we deal with the rate of growth ordinances down here, uh, and we have for, uh, God, a millennia, it seems like. But, uh, in, in, I mean, to be fair, uh, the ROGO system has served the keys sort of, over its time period? Pretty well. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's uh, starting to splinter now, isn't it? You know, and, and, and being used, I, you know, and some people will wince when I say this, but as a political ploy. Sure. Yes. You know. Yeah, for you know, sure. Weigh in on this, Ed, because, I mean, 1,300 rogo points down here in the Keys to be used for workforce housing, I think, you know, uh, got everybody real excited, yeah. or at least a handful of people who are developers. And yeah. also, for folks who aren't familiar, if you can explain what rogo points are, you know, some of our listeners. Well, rate right. of growth ordinance, well, yeah. you know. I'd or, like to do that. Yeah. Please, go for, ahead. For background, yeah. I was chairman of the zoning board when we were reconstituted under critical concern, okay. chairman of the Comprehensive Plan Drafting Committee. I authored major sections of 
that are still in most most all of the comp plans. Right. Um, and uh, chairman of a coalition of citizen groups uh, for years, um, and all that. Um, I was there when this all happened. I was in the cabinet chambers when they adopted critical concern. Okay. And when they modified it. Um, and um, actually, the rate of growth ordinance was my idea. Really? I was the first one to point out that, particularly in the early days, we couldn't get the money anywhere right. to buy everything we should buy. Right. To, to hold in the public interest for the right. grand, grandchildren of the families who are right. here now. Right. And so I said, uh, but we can control the rate of it growth. Rates. Right. The rate of growth. Right. So it proceeds to some reasonable rate so it doesn't, you don't have many, many thousands of units a year and overwhelm the sewage treatment and right. the, all the public facilities and right. the schools right. and the infrastructure. Yeah, all the infrastructure. Right. So it was a reasonable proposal, and it's worked pretty well. Uh, so far, so good. Right. Okay. But along, along comes a, a very ambitious governor, a Scott, and as a campaign ploy, he proposes 1,300 units out of nowhere, <laughs> out, of, out of whole cloth. It, it, yeah, it kind of now, here, the, surprised us. The yeah. problem with it, first of all, it ain't free. Nothing Big time, and I'll point out, yeah. and for all the taxpayers, do. listen up. Yeah. Uh, because the people who live here now are going to literally have to spend a couple hundred million bucks to upgrade infrastructure. I'll explain to you right. why. Sure. Um, uh, and for those of you in the real estate industry, that's a nice incentive. Um, but, but the folks who live here now who are already in a heavy percentage struggling with uh, – existence, um, particularly after the, the storm. Yeah. yeah. Cranking so, up the burden is never a good idea. No. Yeah. No. Um, the whole rate of growth uh, ordinance, the annual allocations, all came out of citizen uh, group lawsuits right. um, that we won. Right. Yeah. Um, and this is for 25, 30 years, there's been an agreed population cap in the Florida Keys. Okay called environmental carrying capacity. Right. The lawsuit that the citizens actually won was a carrying capacity lawsuit, and the court ruled that, based on 25-year-old science, we had already exceeded the environmental carrying capacity of Florida Keys. We should stop cutting down the trees. We should stop flushing our toilets onto the reef and all the things that, that we were doing in right. this It seemed days. kind of common sense. It seemed it? like yeah. we shouldn't have to be told right. yeah. that, to, <laughs> that these were not good ideas. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but the, and the point of a lot of folks in, in office now, yeah. hardly any of these people were around when all this stuff happened. And right. they don't understand the fundamentals. Um, and... Um, it was all based on carrying capacity so sure. that we don't you know, ruin the environment of the Florida Keys, which is why not only tourists come here, but it's why most of us Live migrated here, here sure, from somewhere sure. else Absolutely. or stayed here instead of going somewhere quality else. Quality of life. Right. Making more quality of life. That's, yeah. the, whole, yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah. And um, um, a lot of the provisions in the comp plans were stipulated legal settlements to challenge that were won by the citizenry. Right. Hey, that's yeah, important. No, that makes They're stipulated sense. settlements. Yeah. They're not something that some G3 bureaucrat wrote in a back room somewhere, and right. a lot of the current politicians talk that way. Sure. That's not where they came from. No. Uh, and uh, 
And I still have the, the, the court records and the dossiers. Yeah, it's, I mean, this is information that the citizenry came up with, turned into essentially uh, active, either, well, active legislation or... You the know, most um, important one was like a two-week trial. Right. Maybe more than that. And we had experts from all over and plenty. And the science is much more compelling now... Yeah, it is. ...than it was then. Yeah. Uh, our water quality still isn't what... In my logbooks in uh, 1975, we averaged 100-foot water clarity on the reefs of the Middle Keys for three months in the spring. 1975. 1975. Wow. For three months, 100-foot vis. Half of the entries in my own handwriting and my own vessel logbooks were 125, 150 feet, and a handful of them were 200. Wow. It's like there's no water there at all. Can you imagine 200-foot visibility? Now, some of our problems are imported, the way the ocean currents work. Sure. But a hell of a lot of them came from, from right here at home. abusing near shore water by the way we live, by yep. the lack of sewage treatment. Yep. You know, if you don't want to pay for the quality of life, you're not going to have the quality of life. For period. Sure. And, and there you are. Yeah, period. So uh, that's how all these things happen. And when the wind blew, yeah, I went down to 20-foot visibility, but two days later it was 80 feet again. Right, right, right. In, in the 70s, I used to promise my... Charter boat, dive boat customers, right. that they would see 15 to 20 free swimming black grouper in the 35, 50 pound range on the reef or yeah. give them their money back. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would, my God. No, no bullshit. I, I would <laughs> cancel a charter. I would cancel a charter if the water clarity was below 50 feet. Gosh. I would have oh. been embarrassed in the 70s yeah. to no, take people true. to the reef. That's when I started you know, snorkeling you down go. here as well when I was a kid. You I know, cancel the charter. Now, if it goes to 50 feet, people are become multi-orgasmic, and, you know, it's, a, <laughs> it's such a rarity. Yeah. It was just a daily yeah, the water It was a minimum. So sure. It was a minimum. All right. So, so uh, okay, and so how do we keep moving forward on this? Because, you know, we've obviously, you know, established that, you know, clearly you know, 50 years, 40 years ago, we had water quality that we wish we had today. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. But, but it, here, here, here's where we are. Okay. So... All of this stuff has been in force, adopted, uh, the, the court ruled, the governor cabinet with their critical concern oversight authority mm-hmm. uh, embraced. They commissioned a three-year uh, Florida Keys carrying capacity, right. environmental mm-hmm. carrying capacity right. study. Right. Uh, uh, old dollars, six million bucks. Today's dollars, what, 12, 14 million bucks? Sure. Something like that, yeah. Uh, uh, I raised the, the, helped raise the money to have the National Academy of Sciences review it twice. Um, um, and it, uh, the governor and cabinet allowed all the units of governance in the Florida Keys mm-hmm. to continue issuing building permits for the three years of the study and the review mm-hmm. with the express stipulation that when the study was done, local governments would adopt the provisions and findings into their comprehensive plans and their land development regulations. Right. LDR, as the planners like to right. call them. Right, right. Okay? And we, I, I funded lawyers for another year and a half to go around to meetings and try, try and get that done. Not all of that was done, but it was a legal obligation with full authority. Uh, and their benefit was they got to issue permits for three sure. more years sure. before they had to slow down. Sure. Um, The biggest provision, of course, is hurricane evacuation within 24 hours. Yeah. And if you haven't monitored that in the past, the hurricane evacuation calculations 
Um, I'm trying to figure out some non-obscene way to describe that. Um, <laughs> but we're not governed by the FCC, so uh, beggar yeah. beggar yeah. credibility. Yeah, okay. I have been to those meetings. I, yeah. Again, I, I've been a public citizen ever since I got out of Vietnam alive sure. in '67. When they say John McCain went across my nose on fire shedding spare parts, and six weeks later I was in Key West as a Top Gun instructor. <laughs> I decided I was here by the grace of God, and I ought to try much. and do some. Decent stuff for the rest of us. So I've been a public citizen the rest good. of my Thank life. Thank you for Thank your you. service. Absolutely. I'm happy to be vertical and breathing after that day. No doubt. You bet. Man, and we lost a, a hell of a patriot. Uh, John was a good man. I, he absolutely yeah. was. Yeah, agreed. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and um, the, hur- the last hurricane evacuation study, I and some other major uh, activists and the, the citizenry attended. We gave presentations. They started out with the premises that they were not going to violate the 24-hour limit, and they adjusted the facts. I'm not kidding. Yeah. For instance, for many years, as you recall, FEMA was threatening to cancel our national flood insurance mm-hmm. oh, absolutely. because we had eight or ten or maybe more yeah. illegal ground floor enclosure right. apartments. Right. Okay. I mean, I discussed that issue in the office of the director of FEMA in Washington, D.C. Yeah. This was a real thing. And remember, yeah. they, they were yeah. right on the verge of canceling oh, flood remember. insurance, mm-hmm. which would have halted all development in the Keys. No um, because the banks want to insure a mortgage without, without flood insurance. Yep. Um, all of the occupants of however many of those apartments are left. And I, few. I don't, I don't know. Few. Well, I'm not so sure how few they are. Well, some of them have come back All, to life, shall we say. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All of those occupants were left out of the calculations because they would have made the ringer go off. Right? Yeah. Okay? Uh, they used other data, which I discussed on the record as a public citizen, um, were not accurate figures, and they knew they weren't accurate. Right. Some of them were just because that was the study that I actually had a government official say that to me off the record. Right. Those were the well, – I'm not sure if it was off the record, actually. <laughs> it was at the meeting. so yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Uh, there you go. That, that they, they used the one study with de minimis figures be, because there was no official study right. documenting the figures that they knew would be more accurate. Right. But it was all – Contrived so they wouldn't violate the 24-hour limit. Right. Um, so that evacuation permissiveness is already bogus. Yeah. Okay. Now you start adding people. Oh, but here's the other thing. We're going to have to do this in two pieces. Absolutely. There's just too much stuff. We'll do three um, or four, Ed. Trust um, me. You know. It's based at the 24 hours. Yeah. Now, the ROGO, the, these new 1,300 units... Are, are based all of a sudden on a 48-hour. First of all... Seems uh, a little like lifting the wire to get into yeah, the Yeah, fence, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's right. yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> State law. Yeah. The Critical Concern Designation, Chapter 380, uh, 163, uh, requires, mandates the 24-hour evacuation. Right. Uh, a, a governor's directive... An agency action uh, or change in regulations can't override a state statute. Right. Eh? Yeah. Uh, not to mention bypassing all the discussion, but that's exactly what they did. The, right. the governor just ordered the uh, Department of Economic Opportunity, which used to be Department of Community Affairs, right. um, to um, 
help draft the changes in the comp plans right. to, to allow this. Now, all of the 30 years' worth of studies and, and analyses and research and all of that stuff, none of it was updated. Right. Yeah. All the stuff that was used to establish the carrying capacity. Remember, what they did is they established a number back when we did, I think mm-hmm. it was like 32,000, and divided by however many years you want, and that's how many you go, and it runs out in 2023. Right. right. Uh, they could have extended longer and had fewer permits, but they decided to keep, keep building at a certain rate and so sure. forth. Right. Um, and that's, that's where the annual number comes from. It wasn't made up by some bureaucrat again. It was a, the result of a very definitive, exhaustive, extensive, expensive uh, and, study yeah. and publicly yeah. discussed mm-hmm. yeah. process right. where citizens, realtors, everybody in the yeah. community. I take it you're an arbiter of the uh, Sunshine Laws, correct? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'd like to ask you, you know, in, in a nutshell here, um, you know, we're looking at 1,300 rodeo units, which would probably bring a minimum of 2,600 people to the Keys. Probably more like 3,000. Maybe, okay. If you target it for workforce, yeah. remember that demographic. Easily. The younger, they tend to have Stack them and kids. rack them and, you know, they, that's, yeah, absolutely. Not one kid, but yeah. a couple kids. Right. You know, I mean, you put that into effect and then make them leave because it's a financial burden to leave the Keys. How are you going to make them leave? That's just it. Yeah. You're going to send police with nightsticks? Well, Stand 48 hours and throw them on yeah, the ring? There's the turnaround. That's, you know, I mean, that, that's, that's to me... That's the big one. The biggest hook in all of this that should be just thrown yeah. right out. But you know. plus, and, and here's why. Please. Because it, it would be hard to believe if we weren't in the Florida Keys that people would do this in public. <laughs> the, <laughs> Welcome to the Florida Keys. The, the hurricane... <laughs> Well, I often say to outside officials, you know, when you come to the Florida Keys for the first time, yeah. at about mile marker 96, you'll feel a little tingling sensation. <laughs> it's kind of like crossing the international dateline, except that you lose an entire century <laughs> in civilization. Yeah, um, there's, there's some truth to that, yeah. Yeah. And the, the problem is, it, it actually, the evacuation is actually structured to declare that you have saved yourself from the hurricane when you get to Homestead. Mm-hmm. Not to FIU, not to a ho- hotel in Valdosta, Georgia, <laughs> which is the first room you're going to find. Right. You're just, you'll be pulling into a moving parking lot that runs yep. from here to north of Orlando. Right. It also is based on a presumption, and I'm not kidding, look yeah, it up, yeah. on the presumption that nobody in Dade County has found out that there is a powerful <laughs> hurricane approaching, and none of those... Several million yeah. people are on the roads. Yeah, they're completely in the dark that, about that it. When you <laughs> so, evacuate yeah. from, from the Florida Keys, you get to Homestead, the roads are empty. Yep. yep. Not and, bumper right. to bumper for 500 miles. The clouds miles. parted, the angels wept, and it was all okay. But, I mean, that's yeah. part of the charade. Yeah. It, it, it is. is an absolute charade. Yeah. Uh, it's a fraud on the public. Sure. Uh, and, and then everybody pretends it's, it's a holy writ. And for it's, sure. It's not. So adding a few people may not sound, but it is. It's adding more but, than a few people. So there are all those problems with evacuation to start with. Right. Never mind the 1,300 units. Right. The 1,300 units, somewhere between 2,500 and 3,000, more likely 3,000 because they're likely to have mm-hmm. a, a kid or two. Um, the real impact, I, want everybody, I invite everybody to look at their tax bill. The biggest item in your tax bill 
are two entries for the Florida Keys school system. Right. Okay? Right. As you may recall, I spent four of the last six years uh, elected to the school board. Correct. The last three schools we built in the Florida Keys cost 37 38 and $39 million apiece, and that was on property we already owned. Right. right. Just building costs. Can you imagine? Right. And the very surprise yeah. to folks, first of all, we didn't build a bunch of new capacity. Right. We, we were replacing 40- and 50-year-old buildings mm-hmm. that were oh, yeah. literally crumbling. Sure. Yeah. And, with you know, the air conditioning, the, sure. like, all that yeah. stuff. 50-year-old buildings. They, they weren't. And, and the state was part of that decision. There are rules. Yeah. Okay, it's no longer economical. to re- we gotta, we got to replace them. Yeah. So w- we just spent all that money and, and now another half a school in Switlick and Marathon. And we didn't – it's not like we have – New capacity for thousands no, more students. We're scratching the surface. Most basically. of our schools are full or nearly full. Pretty close sure. to capacity. Yeah. Okay? So. Pretty close to capacity. Yeah. I'm going to ask Ed, take a breath. You know, you know, I mean, this is some of the best stuff we've ever had on this program you know when it comes to the real nuts and bolts of life in How, the Keys. Yes. In, How it really works. You will be back here yep. in January. We're going to give you the holidays off, and then you're coming back. All right? Absolutely. But I want people to think over Christmas about what it's going to – 1,300 people, 1,300 units. It could be 500 kids. It could be 1,500 kids. Easily. Easily. Okay? For every 500 kids, we need a new $40 million school on $5 or $10 million worth of property, 50 million times two, times three. Mm Mm-hmm. This ain't a gift. It's no, not it's free. Not Who's going to pay for that? The folks that already live here. Yep. Bottom line, you got it. Ed, thank you very much. Thank you, man. Great We're going to be info. back in a second. Harry, we got time for one break. Let's take it and come back. In real estate, there are three words that everyone knows. Location, location, location. Here are three words regarding getting a mortgage. Local, local, local. Ken Nyman is the local mortgage guy you want to work with. A keys guy for almost 30 years. Lowest interest rates, best service, a variety of lending programs for all borrowers. Work with your neighbor. Ken Nyman, 305-394-0841. That's 305-394-0841. First-time homebuyers, you say, ah, hey, there are more of you than you know. And the bottom line is this, folks. If you haven't purchased a home in the last three years, then you can re-qualify as a first-time homebuyer, uh, a la Center State Bank here in the Florida Keys. Now, there's a bunch of reasons to do this. Number one, easier to qualify. Number two, great rates, low down payment, and money to help you at closing. The list goes on. It's incredible. Contact Lisa Feliciano at Center State Bank, 305-852-0516, or log on to centerstatebank.com. If you're a realtor, or if you're buying a home or selling a home, maybe you're thinking about buying a piece of land to build on. One thing you need to consider in any real estate transaction is title. You want to be sure there are no surprises ahead. Getting clear title and title insurance is the one and only job of Sunshine Title of the Keys. Sunshine Title for escrow, closings, and title insurance. Done right. Call Ginny at Sunshine Title, 305-451-0032 today. 
And you want to talk about full to the brim and boiling Boy, over. what a show. That was this program today. Ed Davidson will be back with you us in January. Much to discuss there. You, sir, have a new listing. Yes, I do. And man, you know, one, one of the favorite things I love doing down here is being able to list properties that are accessible to the folks that want to make living down here a reality. Yeah. Who aren't, you know, obviously, you know, we love selling the million dollar plus waterfront property estates and what have you. But <laughs> something like, like yeah. the listing we recently sold in Gibraltar. Yeah. You know, great folks who are coming here, working folks uh, who are going to add to our community on a full-time basis. Right. But, you know, getting into the Florida Keys ain't cheap. As we know. So when we're able to offer a three-bedroom, two-bath home under $400,000, that's a big that's, deal. That, that's totally awesome. Yeah. And that's what we just listed. Uh, I just put a property on the market. It's 756 Musa Drive. Nice. It's right in Key Largo. Good neighborhood. It's right across from Penny Camp State Park. Yep. So, you know, it's an elevated home. Yep. Uh, you know, beautiful three-bedroom, two-bath, renovated, brand-new kitchen, brand-new train AC, uh, plenty of room for all your toys. Downstairs da- storage. No. Oh, yeah, downstairs, toy, big high downstairs storage. Nice, nice. You know, even if you have a, a, a boat with a T-top, it's going down under there. Uh, Bayside homeowner's boat ramp. Yeah. Then you got the best ramp in the Keys across by uh, Penny Camp. And again, you're getting in at three ninety nine nine. Wow. Which is a phenomenal that's price for an updated three-bedroom, two-bath home that's elevated, so you're never going to worry about flooding right. that's there. Insurance is much more reasonable, given that it's uh, an yeah, elevated home. You and, you know, just a great – I think it's the best deal on the market if you're coming that's down here. It's a really cool little neighborhood. Oh, it is. Too. It yeah. is a neat little neighborhood, great central location, and especially for some of our folks that are still working on the mainland. Oh, you yeah. Know, this is Hop back and forth. Live, live in the Keys, work in the mainland. You know, we, we just did that for someone uh, who's working at the power plant in Turkey yep. Point. Yep. In fact, this owner, same thing. She works on the mainland. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, she wishes she didn't have to move. It's a relocation type right. of thing. Duty calls because uh, she did some really nice renovations, you know, originally for herself. Very cool. Uh, you know, metal roof. As well. So, I mean, just super, super, super cool property. So, uh, you know, if that's what you're looking for, give me a call, 305-439-7730. We can hook you up with that or just any property here in the Gays and worldwide. You know, you and I have great connections through the Christie's International uh, Real Estate Network. We can help you no matter where you are or where you're looking. We can hook you up with the right agent everywhere in the world. Yep, pretty much. You got it. Yeah, folks, that will wrap it up for another edition of the Florida Keys Real Estate Guys Live. Uh, from the heart of Isla Mirada, Heartbreakers Brew House. Love this place. Here. And you know what? Next, uh, well, I think we're done for the year. Yeah. So Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. Holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. You Happy know, New Year. Exactly. All that, exactly. All that good stuff. Yada, yada, yada. And, uh, and we'll see you on January 7th. See you next year. Chop the. If I had my way, I'd set sail right away. Destination.